Hey, Rope Droppers, we want to thank our amazing sponsor, the Rope Drop Queen herself, Michelle McKnight. She's an independent travel agent affiliated with MEI Travel and Mouse Fan Travel. We have used her on a number of vacations and can't speak highly enough of her services. If you are thinking about a Disney vacation, she's the one to talk to. Her services are completely free. Disney pays her after you travel. And she has a wealth of knowledge that has saved us a lot of time and money. So check her out on Facebook at Rope Drop Queen or email her at michelle.mcknight at mei-travel.com. Now, on to the show. Helping you navigate the Disney parks. With the hope that it will be a source of joy and inspiration to all the world. You're listening to Rope Drop Radio. Welcome to another Rope Drop Radio. Derek and Doug talking all things Disney. And Doug, I did something crazy this week. You bought movie tickets for December? I did. Actually, I did that. Two crazy things. Oh, two crazy things. What else did you do that was crazy? I listened to the first few episodes of Rope Drop Radio. That's dangerous, Derek. You're living on the edge. Well, we keep telling people, don't go listen to the first 40-ish episodes. And I thought, you know what? I was in the car. I was driving. I'm like, I'm just going to put them on. And so I went zero, one, two, three. And you know what? They're not as bad as I remember. Well, that's good. I mean, I mean, right? you still ramble quite a bit. Which is I what I used to get, Which is what I used to give you crap for back in the day. But uh, no, we had a lot of good information on those cruise ones that we did and And so uh, we might have to re-record that down the road in the future. A lot of the old ones I feel like that I've listened to are a lot of me talking because back when we started, your Disney experience just wasn't as thorough. I was a Padawan. Now 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 I've moved up. You're you're definitely um, not on the. Am I a knight? But I'm not on the. Not a knight yet. No. Are you a knight? I'm not on the council. I'm not a master yet. Yeah, you're probably a knight. Okay, we'll take that. You're not on the council yet, but uh, you're getting there, Derek. Right, getting there. Yeah, so it's kind of fun to go down. I'm not like you who goes to Disney, you know, every other week, which you're packing right now to be there. When this episode comes out, you will be at Disney. I will. We have not packed a thing. So right now it's Tuesday night, and haven't done a thing other than charge my headphones mm-hmm. so i'm prepared there well that's good um but nothing else derek it's really weird and normally i have like some stuff organized and especially with the juxtaposition of our like our europe trip where i had stuff like laid out for like weeks and organized and this seems like we may or may not make it to the plane Oh, I tomorrow. have faith you will get there. Will you forget socks? I hope so, because that would be no. the best trip report of all time next week. If you're like, yeah, we did. We forgot socks. But uh, one thing you're going to be doing, so listeners, watch out for this, is that maybe on Monday or Tuesday, we're going to release a bonus episode, <laughs> Doug on the Skyliner. Hopefully not stuck. Hopefully it's not a three-hour episode of a you three stuck hour on, the, yeah, on the Skyliner. But we'll get a live review of Doug and his family, so... Hopefully yeah. uh, some of your kids jump on there. So looking forward to that one. I know I am for sure. Oh, we'll all be on there. We'll all be on there. We're staying at Pop Century just because of it. So, so glad they reopened it because if they hadn't reopened that, that would have been really devastating. So staying at Pop and then move into uh, Contemporary. So be good. Lots of different things that we're going to be doing, trying, and I'll report back to you next week. All right. Excited for that one. 
And uh, yeah, also that crazy thing. I did buy Star Wars tickets. You bought Star Wars tickets. <laughs> I bought. If you haven't bought your Star Wars tickets, they're probably sold out for day You're one. You're going Sunday morning. Yeah, so hopefully you did that. Trailer came out. It was amazing. In fact, that's part of our Patreon episode. We have uh, some special guests from the DNA podcast, uh, Disney DNA, for uh, that. So if you're not a Patreon member, you need to be to hear that one. Speaking of Patreon, Doug, we actually have a new Patreon member. We do have a new Patreon number. So Aaron Shilinde, Shil any? I don't know. I'm terrible. I'm just killing, bad at these names. I, killing it on the Aaron, name. thank you so much for being a part of the Rope Drop Radio community and the Patreons, uh, oh. which are getting a lot of people talking and discussing. I love yeah. seeing all the, the posts on there. And so last week, Michelle and I discussed our upcoming trip, and we set a because I'm evidently a degenerate gambler. We set a line on how many times we take a bus to Rope Drop, and it's kind of funny watching people place their their bet like they're they're doing it yep the bets are low it's two and a half the the odds were two and a half and i definitely took the under everybody's taking the under so clearly las vegas did not set the line no i guess should have been one and a half would have been a bet maybe now so many people have taken the under it should be at one and a half yeah it probably should well the line moves in vegas so i guess the line has moved to one and a half so how many times will doug and michelle take a bus to a rope drop i mean we are staying at contemporary for quite a while and uh yeah we don't like to wait on things so we'll see we'll, we'll see. see that kind of is good key for this week's episode but before we jump into that we do have a couple more itunes reviews in fact we're up to 157 so thank you so much everyone yeah. who's gone on there click those stars for us doug you got two more to read yeah they're yeah. apple podcast apple podcast it's gonna be it's gonna take me six it's months to six years. years to stop doing that yeah Six to nine years. All right. So the first one is an honest, fun podcast for all levels of listeners. And the username is uh, DVC Mary, uh, Twitter handle DVC underscore 99. So uh, a good Twitter follow, by the way, is uh, DVC Mary. Uh, She has a lot of good stuff on Twitter. Anyway. Thank you for being a fun podcast with honest feedback without all the drama of Twitter. You guys make my drive fly by as I listen. Wonderful. Well, thank yeah, you. We, Keep your eyes on the road, though. Yeah. Watch out for that deer. Oh, no. Um. So we do avoid the drama of Twitter. There was something that happened the other day, and I was like, I don't even know what the drama is. So I've either been blocked by the people creating the drama, or I just don't follow the right people, but... I don't follow the people that are into calling other people names. I just like, yeah, I'm going to unfollow that person now. And so evidently I've weeded out the the real dramatic people because something big blew up the other day on Twitter. I missed I it too. No idea what it is. I remember Joe um, from Back to the Mouse. He actually commented on somebody that put all the drama today. And he was like, what, what drama? So Joe and I um, have cultivated similar Twitter groups, I guess. Okay. So, well, if anyone the knows drama. the drama, I guess let us know. We missed it. Uh, do we care? Do we care? Yeah, I don't oh, care. Oh. All right. Another review. Entertaining by, this is a name I can pronounce as well, by Golf Coach 88 Ooh. Yeah. I see like the it. people? They're getting there on the usernames. All right. Good info for beginners. Entertaining and, oh, entertaining for enthusiasts. Ooh. I like that. There That's you go. a good tagline. That's good. Good info for the beginners. I like to I like to be able to appeal to everybody, but we keep it entertaining for the enthusiasts so we don't bore them 
with uh, how to put on your magic band, evidently. Which, by the way, one arm at a time. That's how you put on your magic band. Oh my gosh. Yeah, that one hurt so bad. It was a dad joke for real. All right, there you go. That is the Apple Podcast Reviews of the Week, Derek. And all of a sudden, we got a one star for the dad review. Hope No, please yeah. don't do that. Please don't. No, that would nobody would find the show ever again. <laughs> once, oh, oh. All right. Well, thank you so much for leaving those iTunes reviews. I know we got more to go down, but yeah, that's awesome. Keeps the show relevant, and we just love seeing it. So thank you again so much. And so, Doug, you are about to leave. What time are you leaving tomorrow? Like two-ish. So you're going to be gone. Like- I mean, we're recording it the night before because you're leaving. You're not even packed. Not at all. Which is crazy. And you are the rope drop king and queen. You could miss a rope drop, Doug. We're not going to miss a rope drop. I know you're not going to. What happens after we rope drop, we've done a park, we're good with it, and then we want to hop somewhere else. How do we attack that park then, Derek? What strategies do we employ? The reverse rope drop. The reverse rope drop? Yeah. Right, we, reverse it. Yeah, so uh, that's actually a question we get. There are people who actually do show up to the parks late and miss rope drop, so this information so, is good for you as well. We disagree with that, but... Wholeheartedly. Yeah, Doug, just, Doug turned green a little bit thinking about that. Uh, but yeah, people do show up late or they hop to the park, and now... They have these half-day park tickets, which we talked about uh, a couple weeks ago with Michelle, and so, which you have to do two days in a row, which I still don't yeah, understand. Those, it's a whole weird thing, so I'm glad she was on to explain that nonsense. But yes, people do show up late to the parks, and so what are some strategies to be able to do to get everything that you want to get in in on a reverse rope drop? Yeah, so we're looking at like arriving around the 3 o'clock-ish hour, right? So maybe it's even post-nap or rope drop somewhere else, lunch, little break, boom, you're back in. We're not talking about when you just have a dinner reservation at Epcot and you like leisurely stroll in, eat your dinner, waddle out of the restaurant and watch Epcot forever. We're talking about attacking the parks three-ish, two-ish, four-ish on until close. Yep. Right? Aggressive park touring reverse rope drop because a rope drop is aggressive. It's not a casual experience ever i wouldn't say it's always a fun experience it's chaos sometimes sometimes it is not pleasant until after you're off that first attraction then it's amazing oh yeah i agree but the the getting to that first attraction sometimes can be a disaster which was one nice thing about a reverse rope drop is you do not have that crazy crowd you're dealing with although when you're arriving it is busy and so the first thing you kind of look to do would be like the last things you look to do in a regular rope drop. So it's essentially reversed. So you're looking at high capacity attractions. The other beautiful thing is if you know you're going to do like morning extra magic hour somewhere and like hit it morning, you don't need fast passes that morning. You're going to get a lot done if you're there early. So you can schedule your fast passes for the evening. So I, I like that a strategy. lot. That's definitely a strategy we use quite a bit, especially if we do Animal Kingdom for a couple hours in the morning. Mm-hmm. We'll get all of our fast passes for uh, Magic Kingdom in the afternoon. And so, which goes against some of the things we've talked about on the show get that 9, 10, 11 fast pass. Sometimes, if you know you're going to park hop, get those in the second park. You'll yeah. be able to get those e tickets done. I think we have that scheduled once or twice on our upcoming trip. And I think we have seven rope drops ahead of us 
And I think we have two days where our fast passes are at a different park than we're planning to rope drop. So in that case, we have two reverse rope drops planned. Um, you know, and Michelle will be intense. I probably won't be too intense. I peter out as the day goes on. You do. But, Been there. I, I mm-hmm. think a big tip to give is if you know you're a late goer to the park, if you do sleep mm-hmm. in or if you're going to do those half-day tickets or a lot of reverse rope drops, uh, a huge key is to be able to stay on property. That way yeah. you can get your ADRs way in advance. You can get your fast passes way in advance. You know you're going to ensure that you're going to get uh, the attractions you want. I just made fast passes for my wife. Uh, they're going in 30 days, my wife and daughter. And could I get mine train? Nope. Could I get flight of passage? Nope. But I knew if they were staying on property 60 days out, there's a better chance of getting. Oh, yeah. Especially just for two people. too. Yeah. So, yeah, staying on property definitely helps. And it's kind of fun to do reverse. And of course, as a rope dropper, you kind of feel weird walking to a park at three. Like I want to announce like I rope drop somewhere else. Don't worry. This is my second park. I've hopped like I need some sort of T-shirt. I need a T-shirt. Like the defines hopper. rope drop. Oh, a park hopper T-shirt. I like Dang it, Derek. I need next. That's on gonna the be our Teespring. We just sold. Yeah. By the way, we sold like four shirts this week. So thank you to everyone who bought shirts. Thank you. Yeah. Bought at least one of them, but I bought uh, a rope drop definition shirt. All right, perfect. But yeah, yeah I saw are... that we maybe more than four. But yeah, thank you. We do have a Teespring apparel. It's got a rope drop definition. Wear that in the parks. It's awesome. Anyway, T T public T public. Yes. I don't know what Teespring is, You're but right. we don't have that. No, we don't have that. That's a different different business through shirts. Anyway, yeah, it's on our wdwropedroppers.com site. Just go there, uh-huh. click apparel. Anyway, uh, back to reverse rope dropping. Do we want to go, we go break down park the parks? parks? Yeah, where do you want to yeah. start? Let's start Animal Kingdom. We'll go youngest to oldest on the parks. Okay, sounds good. Animal so, Kingdom, I've done a lot of rope drops there, but the last couple trips, I've actually gone later to that one. So when you come in, like one of the first things that's kind of ideal to do is you're going to have to plan. You're going to have to look ahead at the schedule. But if you want to hit Festival of Lion King or Nemo the Musical, like you need to plan and get there by the last showing. Yeah, which can be five o'clock at some of them. Or sometimes even four in the yep. slower times of year. So you need to watch that and make that your first priority. And then, you know, after that, I would say you got your Triceratops spin maybe dinosaur because uh, so you're saving the longer waits for later yep. uh, you have to check the time that uh the safari closes that's another tricky one but that's a good one to do right at the end of the day too the animals are active again mm-hmm. so you kind of hit dino land and then maybe everest then maybe the safari and then the the big key is where you end your night and it's almost always the same place you would start your night. So if you're going to rope drop Animal Kingdom, Derek, what do you run into first? Uh, Navi River Journey. I'm kidding. Uh. Flight of Passage. It's right next door. I wonder how many people have gone to the wrong attraction. As somebody like has Someone had has to. to have done it. So Flight right. of Passage, which is yeah. always a two-hour wait. But if you go during you know, the first showing of uh, Rivers of Light, now that it's a little bit more popular, that mm-hmm. line does cut down a little bit. Yeah, one big key to reverse rope drops, if you want to do a lot of attractions, you're not watching fireworks, you're yeah. not watching parades, you're not watching stage shows, you're just doing attractions. So the the best suggestion here is you can get in line for an attraction 
right up until closing, the listed closing time. So say the park closes at 9, I would say get in Flight of Passage line about 8.55, like the five-minute window just in case Disney's clock is different than yours. Which has ha- been known to happen a couple it's, times. It's as, as some of those uh, runners who have been on the show. Yeah, the so that's when you want to get in line for that. You can do everything up until that. Make sure you don't get in line for something else that's going to get you off later than closing because then you can't get in line, right? That's yep. the trick. You don't want to accidentally miss it. But So flight of passage right at closing. Even if the wait is two hours, who cares? The park's closed. You can't do anything else anyway. So that's how you maximize that uh, Animal Kingdom time. And you get to see Pandora at night, which is a win because really it's still cool. pretty cool. Yeah, I agree. So, no, that's a pretty good strategy for Animal Kingdom. Mm-hmm. Anything else you'd throw in there, like attractions-wise? Not going to Rafiki's Planet Watch? Well, it closes I know, it closes at Close, four, yeah, five. So yep. I wouldn't. I'm yeah, being you, sarcastic there. Yeah, Oof, sarcasm font. Yeah, oh, yeah, we forget we mm. need to invent that. So, uh, no, uh, I definitely great strategies. You're right, though. If you, uh, A lot of people will go show, rope drop the shows, the nighttime stuff at all the parks. You can find wait times shortened during those. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and really there's not that many attractions at Animal Kingdom, so it's one of the easier ones to get stuff in and yep. still even have time to go on like the Jungle Trek or something like that where you can see some animals. Um, in the evening, it gets cooler. Mm-hmm. So another benefit of a reverse rope drop. Yep, absolutely. All right, let's move over to Hollywood Studios. Getting there at 3 o'clock. I actually just did this on my last trip to hopefully to sneak in to Galaxy's Edge because of the rumor, the 2 o'clock rumor. Uh-huh. And I stayed from wasn't 2 to 3. True. No, it wasn't true. No. I'm waiting for uh, Rise of the Resistance, that same campout group, to hope for a soft opening. So you're, you're going to come and stand in the line? Nope, with probably me, not. I wish I was. I really do. I'm, I'm jealous gonna you're going. I'm going to keep harassing you. I know. I, I definitely. I'm going to send you every discounted flight I find. Yes, Doug has been doing that right now. Every time any discounted flight comes out, he that has been applies. sending me an email. That applies, yes. I, I've at least been looking at the dates. Like, there's some that I see. Like, oh, that doesn't work for that week. I already I, get those emails. No, it's it's, it's work time off. It's uh, not an easy uh, time of the year to take off. Do also, I, need to I burn all my. Box? I go for it. I'm all for it. There you go. Give me some more vacation time. That would be great. Um, okay. But yeah, Hollywood Studios going there. What are you doing, Doug? Well, you want to look at the high-capacity attractions. Once again, if you want to do a show, you need to do that first because they don't run all night long. Um, Shows don't always fit into reverse rope drop strategies very well. It depends on what time you get there and how late the parks are open. So be aware of that going in. Um, But I think the the first attraction and, like, the only real large-capacity attraction Hollywood Studios has is Star Tours. So that's usually one of the shorter waits for an attraction. I'd probably hit that up first. Um, Smuggler's Run has a huge attraction, but it's a hair more popular. Um, do you think you start Star Tours? I would do Star. If, if you want to get that Star Wars experience, if you're a Star Wars junkie, yeah, 3 o'clock, it's head to the left. And then I'm assuming right now most people are going to want to go into Galaxy's Edge anyway, mm-hmm. even if they yeah. don't want to ride the attraction. The single rider line from Lenny and Falcon is still a walk-on. So if you want to cut out the waiting in line time there, just do single rider. It's true. You could do that right away as a single rider. But if you're there with a family, you know, you want the whole cockpit. You got a family of six. It's perfect. So single rider doesn't yeah, really work. Yeah, things I'm not doing. No. So I think 
you start Star Tours, and then it gets really kind of muddy over at Hollywood Studios. Mm-hmm. A lot of attractions with low capacity. You got Tower of Terror, Rock and Roller Coaster, and Slinky Dog that just don't move people through. So you're going to need a fast pass, you know, plain and simple, somewhere to help ease that burden, I would think. Um, and, but I'd probably hit Toy Story Midway Mania, then Alien Swirling Saucer, and then just simply look at the wait times um, and well, prioritize. Well, and the great thing about Hollywood Studios is it has multiple nighttime attractions. So Fantasmic, yeah. and it's also got Star Wars, and I think they're still doing the movie show uh, beforehand. Yeah, before, so before Star Wars. So there will be some times that... Uh, kind of lines go down a little bit. So that's a good time. Uh, that's actually the best time to go back to Slinky Dog is all the kids are kind of piling out of the park for dinner, for nighttime, for the shows, Fantasmic. I've gone back to that area multiple trips at dusk and at night. And yeah, it definitely uh, clears out a lot more. So yeah. first thing in the morning, uh, Toy Story Land is packed. By the end of the day, it's definitely a lot easier to go in. Yeah, the trick is trying to get in all the different attractions. And keep in mind, like, Tower of Terror is a 20-minute experience. You know, you can't – even if it's a walk-on, you still have the pre-show, the boiler room, and then the ride. And it's a ways back there. Yep. And Rock and Roller Coaster is another long walk. So you got to be smart with your time, no park closing. Um, But one attraction, you pick the one with the longest wait. That's the one that you want to hit right at park closing and get in line. And that's the best way to maximize there. Use the app. The app is yeah. great. You'll know wait times. You can be more strategic about it for sure. Yeah, I think with just the few number of attractions, they all kind of have that same issue over there. So a reverse rope drop, you can get a ton done. But it's it's one where you may not get everything done where <laughs> – Animal Kingdom, I think, is easy to get it all done because, I mean, there's an obvious last choice and an order. Hollywood Studios is a little more muddy. Yep, I agree. Yeah. So first thing, going to Pizza Rizzo's? Yes. Okay, got it. That's Pizza Rizzo's, you get the meatball sub. The cheese is so good, it looks plastic, almost like it's from the picture they took of it. But here's the inside scoop. It's not actually plastic. It's some sort of fake cheese. Yeah, it that's looks edible. Almost it's almost digestible. edible. You'll be feeling it on Tower Terror. You might see it again on Rock and Roller Coaster. Anyway, if you're doing... And that's another thing. Uh, dining. Don't go to Pizza Rizzo's. Anyway, dining... What? I know. Unless you go to the ballroom. The Pizza Rizzo's is amazing. Dining is one you have to be strategic about. So if you're doing those late entries, do you really want to eat up a bunch of time with an ADR or do you want to get quick counter service? We've eaten dinner at like, like we eat early lunch a lot, like 11, 1030 sometimes depending on park crowds. And so sometimes we'll get like a dinner at three, eat then and then just go through the parks and there'll be, there might be a snack if the kids whine enough. If? If. Okay. I mean, I get a snack, but okay. like everybody gets a snack if they want enough. I think okay. They don't. They don't know about all my snacks. I mean, they're on like rock and roller coaster. That's I'm true. eating something. I was gonna say my kids just will whine enough until we get a snack. That's for sure. Yeah. Works every time. 
And sometimes sure. I whine enough and I go get a coffee from Starbucks. Anyway, that I have done that. I've walked in <laughs> at 3 o'clock to Hollywood Studios. First stop, that's Starbucks. And then we go to the park. I will say, Joe, I've done it before. So uh, that is Hollywood Studios for you. Moving on to Epcot. Another one where you get a Starbucks right off to the right. Well, Not anymore. No, no, you're right. No, sorry. It is now that you can't even go to Club Cool anymore, so no more. I guess with Epcot, the big thing is just knowing where the construction is, gates are. Yeah. What, where where do you go? What chute do you walk through to get there with all the plywood up around you? Um, you know, the, the big key here is you're probably wanting to get the Soarin' Test Track and Frozen Ever After in. And if you show up at 3, 4 o'clock in the afternoon – that's when future world's really starting to empty out. And so the later you are, the emptier it will be. Yep. So if you're, you know, if there's not much weight, just that's the time you can walk in and do spaceship earth right away. You do that in the morning. You're kind of a moron. You do that at three o'clock in the afternoon. You're a genius. Absolutely. So, that I've never done that. I see so many people rope drop that attraction to our away every morning. But yeah, by about three, four, five o'clock at night, it's a walk-on. Yeah, so do that. Um, whatever, like, if you want to do Nemo, if you want to do that's fig- always a walk-on. That figment's always first, a walk-on. There you go. Right? Yep. Do those early. It gives time for the crowds to dissipate for Soren and Test Track. Hopefully, you can pick up a fast pass if you don't already have one for one of the two. Soren's weight is usually lower than Test Track, so I would do that first. Test Track would be my park close attraction. Or Frozen, depending on what your kids or uh, some of those will have to depend on what who you have I might want to get out there a little earlier to do Frozen, and you just suck it up and do the, the weight if you don't have a Fast Pass. Because if, I mean, if you do have kids that want to see it, one, you do it earlier, they're less tired. Um, and it's in, further back in there. You can hit Test Track kind of more on your way out be ahead of the Epcot forever crowds. Maybe when you get off test track, it's hard to say. Yeah, but you're right. Future world or whatever we're calling it now, all those uh, air Neighborhood lands, land. neighborhoods uh, is really busy in the morning. Mm-hmm. So that's always a good strategy is, and if you're in the afternoon, you can knock out future world. Cause that's when everyone wants to start drinking around the world. Yeah. About uh, noon is when everyone starts moving their way to world showcase. So and on your way to or from frozen ever after, it's really easy to hit. Uh, the attraction in Mexico, the three Cabaneros. I love that attraction every time. Yeah, it's it's a good one. If only it came with chips and salsa. That's my only complaint about Ooh, and a margarita attraction. I mean, I'm not gonna beg, but I mean, like, if I sit down in a Mexican restaurant, I get chips and salsa. Just they appear. It's like they come out of the but table. What if there's like soggy from the boat? We're getting off topic, but. Who knows? I like the idea. I, I just don't see I, how. I mean, that... if we could execute it pretty good, I'd, I'd be all for chips and salsa. I'd ride it all day long if necessary. Like, you, could you imagine the line if there's free chips and salsa on the, like, instead of the boats being set up the way they are now, you have like a little table in front of you, almost like the cars at Sci-Fi. Oh, yeah, that makes sense. Make the, the vehicle like that with a little, oh. And Imagineers listening right now taking notes. Sips and salsa on an attraction. Uh, Tostitos could sponsor it. There you go. Look at that. I'm even solving the money issues. Man, and as, oh, that's a I'm brilliant idea. I know, and I want to go I... to La Cava. So that's also oh. another one. La Cava's always got a line. So if you want tequila, you're just going to have to kind of suck it up and wait in yeah. line. Get lucky sometimes that there's no line. But 
if you're reverse rope dropping, that place is only going to get busier as the night goes on. Reverse rope dropping, the Kava does not work. That's true. So, all right, that's Epcot in a nutshell, reverse rope dropping. Uh, definitely a good one to reverse mm-hmm. rope drop right yeah. now because the uh, new fireworks show is going on and uh, a lot of people are watching that. So that's a good time to maybe hit up a couple of attractions or actually just enjoy the new show. Yeah, it is forever. For six months. A year, maybe. Yeah, we'll see. That should be our next bet. How long is the uh, Epcot forever? Mm. I'm going to say forever is a year. Okay. Oh, oh man, because I guess I'll take uh, nine, ten months, somewhere in there. So are you saying the over? Okay, take. I'll take take under a year. Okay, there we go. There's our over-under. We have a snack bet going. We All right. won't know for a long time, though. That's true. And oh, I think you owe man. me a snack from, like, the last bet, and I, I can't even remember what I it was. Lose, I lose every bet, Derek. It's okay. I just have Mickey pretzel tallies uh, coming next trip we got Yeah, in June. Yeah. June. Early June, folks. Early June. So, yeah, I lose every bet. Anywho, yeah, Epcot. Good one. And it's the ambiance at night is spectacular, even with the walls, I think. I don't know. I'll find out this week. The walls intrude too much. I don't think they're that bad. And it just um, it's all about the festival time of year and when you go, because it can get crowded at night mm-hmm. with the locals Friday, Especially Saturday. Yeah. yeah. Hmm. Definitely a challenging one. So Epcot, but it is a good one to do, especially reverse road drop or park hop ah. too. All right. Finish strong, Magic right. Kingdom time. One that you and I have done on every rope drop trip that we've done together. We? we have. We fly into the airport. Uh-huh. We get in. Uh, we get to our room, and we get on the bus, and we've gotten in the park between two and three on our last couple trips. I don't feel like we've pushed it till the end of the park hours, though. We've uh, gone to dinner or something, right? Uh, the last time we did, but the first time last we kind of went really hard we're... and got a ton of stuff done. That's right. Oh, See, la- yeah. Because that was yeah, when I wasn't right. AP. Last yeah, so time I was like, AP, so I was... This minute cost me this much. That's yeah. how I was a couple years ago. Last yeah. time I was yep. like, yeah, let's get a fruity rum drink somewhere. Yeah. At a, and yeah. so we left and went to Polly. But... Yeah, and you were... So that first trip together, you were like, no, I don't want to spend the money on that extra day. It's just a half day. And I was like, no, we'll get a ton done. I don't think you were all in on that. And that's exactly what we're talking about. Magic Kingdom especially, so many attractions. You can do a lot of the you know lesser attractions. You're not going to get all the e-tickets done in a reverse rope drop. I don't... Without fast passes, would you say that's even possible? Get maybe if you stood in line and that's all you did. The mountain range, yeah, that's you could about you it. could probably just do the mountain range, but uh, you can get so many attractions in. Um, like Pirates eats a lot of people. Jungle has a good capacity. Yeah, you Haunted you know, Mansion, same thing. Know, yep, Little Mermaid. Uh, Buzz even slows down. Like you can mm-hmm. get in on that later in the day. People Mover is always a good one to start with because you're not going to have to wait there. And you can kind of get up and see the park. It's a lot of good, large-capacity things. None of the shows, I feel like, are that critical to the experience of the park. Like, where we mentioned, like, seeing one or the other Animal Kingdom. I think you can do that at three-ish and still get every attraction done at Animal Kingdom. I think if you do a show in your reverse rope drop, you're giving up a lot of time. Yep. And and like 
unless it's Monsters Inc. Laugh Floor, I'm worried for you. But I guess people do love Country Bears still. Uh, they were in there. I went two years ago. People were still in there. Yeah, it's concerning. It's very concerning. Everybody knows I have no love for the Country Bears, don't they? I think they do. I think that I, has been established on this I, show for a while now. I can hear Debbie Raises yelling at her radio right now as she's driving along about my disdain for the Bears. So, okay, Debbie, thank you for listening. Don't don't turn it off. Oh, she turned it off. No. Yep. Uh, <laughs> Listener lost. Anyway, yeah, what, what would be your first attraction you do if you're walking in at 3 o'clock, Eric? Oh, wow. Putting me on the spot right there. On the spot. Uh, really, I'm, first I'm going to look at the app and just kind of scroll through the wait times. That's and what the bus ride's for. That is exactly what the bus ride's for. So if you get lucky or if you have fast passes, uh, you know, hopefully I've gotten my fast passes to at least one, two, maybe all three mountain ranges. But usually uh, in the afternoon, I can run over to uh, Jungle and Pirates. I know they don't have a lot of wait time. They're both attractions that I have to do. So I'm going to make a left. I'm going to skip going up the tree and probably run what? over to Pirate. Yeah, I know. Or Jungle and then Pirates. And then I think, I think Jungle has a longer wait than you think most days. It does. You're right. Like I've waited. September, I've September waited. and February have spoiled. I've you waited for like two hours in that line before. Well, yeah, you, your one Christmas trip, yes, or New Year's trip. It's true. I always uh, jungle is a great time to go if you get that three o'clock rain. That's a no. good time to get on Jungle Cruise. I not mean, not where I have to sit. I know you always get the puddle. every time. Every time we've been on it together, it's been raining, and I get like the seat that's not covered. Like, why would they Why would they have put us on that boat, Derek? They we could have you. made it for the next boat. We're the only ones getting rained on on the whole whole boat. And, of course, the skipper even makes jokes about it. Like, thanks, buddy. It's Appreciate good. that. Yeah, so I think I go the other direction. My first, uh, definitely people mover. Um, it's where I'm going to start and then kind of build out from there. Maybe teacups after that. Nope, that sounds made. disgusting. Well, I'm not going to do teacups. Oh, but my okay. Family will. I'm, yeah, I'm Norm, not doing it either. Normal people will do teacups. Um, you know, maybe buzz if the wait's right. If it's under 20 minutes. That, that would be the other one. I would do a, if, yeah, if buzz was 20, 25 minutes, I would do a hard right and do buzz. Because I got to get the Galactic fast Hero. pass, though. Yes. Like, you know, it's an easy fast pass to pick up. So you might be able to pick up buzz, pick up Winnie the Pooh, something like that. And I kind of work my way um, that direction. And yeah, like I said, you hope to get a, one of the mountains um, or mine train if you get lucky uh, as a fast pass. But I think you either get in line for Space Mountain or mine train at the end of the night. Whichever one, of those one you two. want to do more. Yeah. And Space sometimes, some nights, the, the wait in the last hour is just Dips non-existent. quite a bit. I They're have not that happen. Gonna, they're not going to post it that way. That's the other tricky thing about looking at the app early in the day when you're there, like three o'clock when you're arriving, the app is still accurate. The closer you get to park close, the more inflated the wait times become because let's be honest, they don't want everybody jumping in line at eight fifty-five for a nine o'clock close. So they're going to leave that wait time up artificially so that, you know, they want to go home to their people. They have mm-hmm. families. They like to sleep. So, you don't always trust the app. Um, that's where an app like Lines comes in, where they have their own wait time, and people that use the line will put in actual wait times, 
and you can see that that's from the touring plans family um that's a neat app to use for uh wait times that are independent and later in the day the more accurate those get and the less accurate the disney one gets that's i think a key thing to know bonus tip i like that yeah because it might be like 8 20 and you're like space mountain still says 60 minutes and like you could literally walk on sometimes that, that actually has happened to me 60 mm. minutes and i'm on and off it in 10 but you don't have a clue unless nope. you get and you have line. to get in the line yeah so it's kind of a gamble um, i mean mine train you can kind of tell how many people mm-hmm. are in there yeah space they, mountain, i have no all idea. that that's one nice thing about Disneyland is they have so many queues that are just outside. No, no the see. Jungle Cruise queue at no, Disneyland is the worst queue that, of all Disney queues. I don't, I don't even understand the upstairs part of the Jungle Cruise queue because I swear you turn through everything five times. Yeah, I didn't. Like, under, I was I've already insane. been here. How how are we back here? I know I've been here, but you're not somehow. I don't understand that. Worst queue on property of any easily, park. easily. I, we I agree. Switchback. I mean, it was right up there with every queue in Europe. But hey, you know that's a different story about personal space. That's true. <laughs> if you're at Disney, it's, you don't you don't get personal space. That's the other thing. You're and smoking and heat and body odor. Oh, Europe. That's Why don't it. you put some ice in your drinks? Come on now. All right. Well, back to reverse rope dropping. I know a lot of people are saying, oh, my gosh, why would you do that? But it does make sense. And that's kind of all the parks. If you're like we said, if you get the half day ticket, if you're doing uh, flying in or if you're at a business meeting in the morning, coming in the afternoon or if you want to park hop, it's still a good time to be able to get a lot of attractions done. And if you get fast passes, so always check oh, especially. for those. Yes. Yeah, and I mean, we set things up to do this from the get-go. So it's not even like well, on a whim or, oh, we're done in this park. Like we've already planned we're going to rope drop here. We're going to hop here. And it's it's planned out. We get two parks worth of attractions basically. Yep. So some of the big tips, I think, for the takeaway, just have a plan, use the app, know that when fireworks are going off, some of the e-tickets might come down. Inflation, I think, is another good tip. So yeah, some watch of those, that. Watch that time. It could not be a 100-minute wait. It could be five-minute wait. So mm-hmm. a lot of great tips uh, for reverse rope dropping. I think one of the best things, stay till the park closes. Yeah, hopping in a line at the last minute is spectacular. And they keep the rest of the park open, like the shops and things, for a while after the park actually closes. So, like, when you come out of the attraction, you're not going to be able to go on another attraction. But it's not like the place is empty and they're, like, poking you with a stick to get you out. It's it's kind of a neat, pleasant experience to stroll out of the back of a park and all the way forward. That would be one advantage to doing your last attraction is Forever and Ever, uh, Frozen Ever After. Because then you have the whole, whole of park, which is, that through. would be really cool. That's an advantage compared to Test Track. Have but, you ever you been know, poked with a stick, kind of asked to leave a park? By a cast member and asked? No. Yeah. By another guest, been poked by a stick? Yes. Okay. The story for another That's day. That's another day. No, uh, the only one I remember is the Osborne Lights. That We finally had cast mm-hmm. members like, okay, guys, the park's closed. And we we're all still in awe we were, of the lights. We were there an hour after the Osborne lights after park close mm-hmm. right hour after and then they they didn't poke us with a stick they just like turned them off oh so it was like oh okay time to and, go that makes yeah. sense 
because what we did there was a reverse rope drop sort of thing. Um, and basically, we just we got in line for Midway Mania right at park close, like literally minute before. Got in line, waited about a half hour in that line, rode the attraction, then went to the Osborne Lights because we knew it would run for an hour after park close, and they didn't stop us from walking over there. Oh, nice. Yeah, so that was awesome. None of that matters now. No, those are gone completely. But, that was just, I think that's the latest I've stayed in a park. It was like 30 minutes, an hour after close. It's a whole different thing, isn't it's, it? It's actually really magical. We did that at Magic Kingdom about 20, 30 minutes after, but still, when it's not crowded, the lights are still mm-hmm. on, it's dark, it's kind of quiet. There's really a calm. I love it. Yeah, it, it is. And if you listen to the one one show with Cleaning in the Kingdom, that's when the ghosts come out. Yes, yes, they do. So be careful. Yes, watch out for it. And there's whole YouTube channels on Disney Ghosts. That's a whole nother, hey, happy Halloween next week. So that'll be after one we have to look for it in the future. Talk to, let's get one of the Disney Ghosts on this show. I'll see what I can do about booking that. All right, sounds good. Well, that is it for reverse rope dropping. We want to hear from you guys. What kind of attractions, what do you do in a reverse rope drop? Yeah. Yeah, what what do we miss? Who's done it? Yeah, I'm sure someone yelled at us what we did wrong. Probably. Well, especially with the new, and that's kind of why we started talking about this, is the half-day park tickets that are really becoming popular and people are talking about them. So don't be afraid. Book with Michelle. She'll help you. Nah, she'll just talk you into getting park hoppers anyway. Yeah, uh, that's the best way to go is to park hop. But there are tickets, half-day tickets available. They are cheaper, so you can use that. And don't be afraid to go in uh, late because you can still get a lot done. I wonder, are they really cheaper per hour? Like, if we did the math. I don't know. That's why you're married I, I to don't Michelle. Know, I don't know that they're cheaper per hour. Like, when you do... And then you don't have a real rope drop. You have to reverse rope drop. And we'll do a real rope drop and a reverse rope drop. Or sometimes I just take a nap. There you go. Napping with Doug. We'll hear how many naps he takes. The over and under on that is like 10 for this trip coming up. It's only seven days. Exactly. Good over under 10. Sometimes you fall asleep in like the line. Okay, you're counting like bus naps too? Bus or naps. Like uh, on laying down in the room. Laying in the room naps. I've seen you nap, you know, on waiting in the queue. If you get a long sit, like if you're a Philharmagic. Oh, that's a lot of, So, yeah, there's a lot of Doug nap places. If you're at one of the charging stations when Michelle and the kids are on the ride nap, you've uh, ate too much Dole Whip and need to rest nap. Yeah, Doug, you find ways to nap. Okay, you got me there. That's true. So, all right, over under on... Uh, how many times you guys take an Uber to rope drop over and under? How many Doug's naps? Let us know on social media. Doug, you need to get back to packing. I need to start packing. Start there. packing. There you go. <laughs> it sucks. Right now, right now, all I have is headphones. Ooh, that's because they're on your head. Uh, these aren't my travel headphones. Oh, it's wow. Big podcast. time. Two headphones. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, you get back to uh, all that. We're looking forward to your trip report next week on Halloween. And of course, stay tuned because we'll have a bonus episode in a couple days from the Skyliner. Can't wait for that. Uh, And over under on Doug getting trapped on there for three hours with his kids. I hope none. I hope none. I hope that does not happen. No. Yeah. You don't want to have to break open the emergency bag under the seat and fight over bottled water. You know, it pauses for like 10 minutes. My kids are going to have it open. Oh, yeah. Because they know Absolutely. it exists. Yes. Actually, it just stops. 
they're gonna be like, "Where's the bag?" Where's yep, need the bag. Got to find a pee water, corner. <laughs> the water's gonna be gone. The the glow stick's gonna be done. Like, guys, it's noon. Not turning on the glow stick. I need pa- paper and uh, pen and whatever else is in there. Yep, I'll, be, sh- I'll be recording Captain's Log, Star Date, twenty nineteen. You get We're banned from sure, the Skyliner forever. Not sure we shall ever move again. Hopefully, provisions are on their way. Yeah, it will be. It'll be rough. This will be great. Can't wait for that one. And of course, uh, if you'd like to be part of our Patreon group, go on to our show notes and you can find a link right there. Thank you to all of our Patreons uh, who support and have fun and talk about rope drops. I love our community. And uh, yeah, it's been really great. And also be sure to leave more iTunes reviews and follow us on social media at Rope Drop Radio and all the things, Instagram, Twitter, Facebook. Doug's going to be posting a lot of fun pictures mm-hmm. throughout the trip this week. So if you want to stay up to date on that, be sure to follow us on social media. But Doug, do not forget socks. I won't. All right. I want well, you to Michelle, Mich- Michelle pack them. Michelle's yeah. packing right now, I know. I hope. I hope so, too, for your sake. Maybe I'll get up there and she'll be done. Ooh, that would be nice. Over, under, and that's none. Zero. Yeah, yeah, I agree. That is all the time that we have. Thank you so much for listening to this week's episode. For Doug, I'm Derek. You've been listening to Rope Drop Radio.